We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On this episode of Drinks with Binks, we're thrilled to welcome in a man who is the pillar of positivity, former Rutgers football player, philanthropist, entrepreneur, and motivational speaker, Eric Legrand. We sip on and discuss his new coffee venture, Legrand Coffee House, get an update on how he's remained positive through some of life's biggest hurdles, especially during COVID, and he gives us his hot takes on how the Browns will beat the Chiefs. It's all right here on Drinks with Binks. Beyonce is better than Rihanna. Oh yeah, that's a hot pot. Beyonce all day. I love, I love me some Rihanna. Let's not get it twisted here. But Beyonce, to the fact, I think I've been to about four or five Beyonce concerts in my lifetime, and I've seen Rihanna perform one time. But Beyonce. Wow. Okay, my here. scoop was that you were a big Rihanna guy, but whoa, 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 whoa. my sources are that's, clearly wrong. That's a cold brew on that one. I love me some Beyonce. Come on now. Hey guys, welcome on into Drinks with Binks. I'm Julie Stewart Binks. Now, it's been a pretty difficult time in our country for many different reasons over the last week, especially over the last year. And uh, I urge you guys to stay home, to stay safe, and also to treat others with respect and not to be a jerk. It's just extremely simple. And we want more positivity in our world right now. And that's why I'm so excited that today's guest just beams of that entire mentality. Uh, today's guest is none other than former Rutgers football player, philanthropist, entrepreneur, and motivational speaker, Eric Legrand. Eric, thanks so much for joining us here today. And just to start things off, I am toasting to you right now and your new coffee company, Legrand Coffee. Cheers. This is, this is incredible for you to be able to start a coffee company in the middle of a pandemic. So hats off to you. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Julie. Thank you for having me on and toast to you. And I know you will enjoy every sip of your LeGrand coffee over there. Yeah. So I got to ask, I mean, I read that you had never even had coffee until this last year. Now you have an entire coffee company. You're going to open a coffee house in your hometown later on in 2021. What was sort of the inspiration to, to go all in on this? So, Julie, I'm sure you know all about group messages with your friends and whatnot. And I'm a part of two group messages with my hometown friends and then friends from college. 
And I promise you, for all of 2020, for some reason, my friends would take pictures of their coffee every single morning and make jokes about it, like, ooh, mama got their latte today, like stuff like that, like joking around every single day. And we'd send it to our group message. And I was never a big coffee guy, but I always loved the cafe vibe. I can sit in a cafe and enjoy myself and drink either lemonade or iced tea and just, you know, be happy. So, you know, the opportunity in my downtown area presented itself. And I said, you know what? Why not create my own cafe? But if I do that, I got to, you know, try some coffee. And I got hooked up with a local roaster fine in, uh, in here in New Jersey. And I said, you know, everyone's been talking about this guy's coffee, how great it is. Let me see what this coffee stuff is all about. And I tried it and had to try it black first to get to taste. I'm like, wow, that went out really smooth. I was waiting for that bitter taste that you get, and mm-hmm. I never got it. So here I am now after having my first cup of uh, coffee, a uh, cup of coffee in August. So a full bone business in January. That's incredible. One cup of coffee and you now have an entire company. Okay. So I haven't tasted it yet. I brewed it and I was really pumped to try it. Um, so here we go. That is really smooth, actually. Very nice. I love coffee. And I don't I actually put anything in this and I always put a whole bunch of crap yeah. in it that like <laughs> takes away the taste. But that I'm not just saying this right now. That is really nice and smooth. So that's congratulations. Awesome. That, thank you. I'm glad you tried it without trying to put all this stuff in it because that's where you really get the purest taste of the coffee. And, uh, and it really goes down smooth. And with the Guatemalan that you're drinking, you're getting that caramel kind of mm-hmm. tropical and chocolatey taste with it. And I'm, that's really cool that you liked it. Like you said, it goes down very smooth. Yeah, it does. That is, that's, that's wild. Uh, you know, I don't know a whole lot about the coffee business other than from watching Curb Your Enthusiasm, of course, uh, the Mocha Joe Latte Larry fiasco that happened this year, but it's all about the beans, right? As you said, like it's, it's, it's all about the beans, but then you gotta, you're also creating a business. So like from August to now, what has been the biggest challenge with getting this thing going other than also during a pandemic? Well, the biggest challenge is obviously finding the place, but, you know, getting the the paper signed, like we still don't have all the paper signed. We're pretty much right there and everyone's agreed upon it, but signing the paperwork. But also now, how do we be able to distribute to the mass with the way that we want to produce the freshest bean, the fresh, you know, have the best quality? Because and we were worried, OK, when we launched this. How many orders going to come in? Can my roaster keep up with it? How many roasts do we need to have? Securing a roasting spot. All of the behind the scenes stuff that happens because you could try the coffee and be like, wow, this is great. Then you can start having a little, you know, a little, we call it cupping sessions where people are trying it and like, oh my God, this is amazing. You have something here. So, okay, we have something here. Now, how do we bring it to the mass? And we were able to figure that out over these past, you know, I want to say the past two months we've been hammering down on that. And, you know, of course there's going to be bumps in the road, but I feel like we got a, a great plan now. The website looks beautiful and we're able to distribute now our coffee throughout the entire nation. Right. And your coffee is available online this week. And then the coffee house will open when it's safe, when the pandemic is uh, at bay. But I think that's great being able to give people an opportunity while especially they're at home. Uh, We had Mark Schlereth on the show last week. He said he drinks 15 cups of coffee a day, which is borderline really bad, but also an amazing (laughs) opportunity. So maybe you two should hook up Broncos fan. I know you are and former Bronco. 
get that Legrand coffee 15 times a day, you will be a millionaire at this point. <laughs> hey, well, um, now you, I, you told me that. I'm about to send him a DM right after this show. Yeah, yeah, good. All right. Okay, so we're all helping one another. That's what this is all about. Uh, I was also told, we have, oh, so we, we have a mutual friend, but um, our mutual friend asked me to ask you, we know that you are I was told you're you're a whiskey fan do you plan on having whiskey infused or coffee infused whiskey any sort of um connection between the two maybe proper 12 whiskey see that's a good great question so in the future as things get up and running I would love to be able to mix something with whether if it's proper whiskey or some other sort of whiskey together with the coffee because I mean that's your perfect tailgate drink right there especially early in the morning you get your coffee get your whiskey get ready to go before a football game I think that'll be pretty amazing or even if you need a little pick me up at night before a fight as proper whiskey mm-hmm. is into the UFC fighting business and as well as boxing so we can see some collaborations later down the, down the line Absolutely love that. I think uh, Conor McGregor and you would make uh, a perfect match. And as you mentioned, everyone is always up for coffee and booze because uh, it's it's it is a very nice combination, keeping you awake while letting you have a fun time as well. So uh, I don't need to like promote that. I guess that's just a known fact. But anyway, okay, that's a drinks with Binks exclusive. We got that down here today with Eric Legrand. But we know that you know it's it's amazing. You have gotten this coffee company off the ground. Um, but it's also been a difficult year for everyone with the pandemic. What's it What's it been like for you? for the last 10, 11 months? It's been pretty wild, actually. I've always been kind of an extroverted person and like to be out in the community having my events with my foundation team, the Grand of the Christopher Dana Reed Foundation, doing my speaking engagements and just being around at different events here and there. And when everything got shut down, I was in the middle of creating a whole business where I could, you know, bring people together by having a leadership summit and then having my, uh, also my 5K annual walk that I have every year, Walk to Believe. Everything just got shut down at once. And I had to shift to kind of an introverted side because with the spinal cord injury, I have a bunch of secondary complications where if I were to contract COVID-19, that it could affect me in a very bad way. So I've had to, you know, keep myself safe and stay inside, but it actually allowed me to step back slow down a little bit, start listening to some audio books, a book that actually, I want to say, got my entrepreneurship mind really going with Shoe Dog by Phil Knight, the creator of Nike. And hearing how he was able to create that business allowed me to put my hard hat on and say, you know what? I'm going to go for this. I'm going to go for it when it came to the coffee idea and step out of my comfort zone. And I don't think if it were for this pandemic, I would have been so caught up in my life. I don't think I would have been able to create this. Well, Eric, you have been nothing short of uh, an incredible inspiration in quite literally anything and everything that you do. And so I can't wait to find out a whole lot more about who you are, your journey and what else is to come when we return on Drinks With Things after this short break with Eric Legrand. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back into Drinks with Binks. I'm JSB. We are so fortunate to have Eric Legrand here today, and we are testing out his new coffee from Legrand Coffee House, which is very smooth. You don't have to put all that crazy stuff in it. The cream, the sugar, the 
whipped cream. I don't know. Some people do that kind of stuff. Uh, it's so smooth and nice. And I don't work for Le Grand Coffee House. So <laughs> yet, at least. Um, but it is really nice and it's available online starting this week. So that's extremely exciting for Eric, who has so many different projects on the go. We were just discussing how the pandemic has affected many of those and, and also just your daily life, because for so many of us, the pandemic has changed our priorities changed how we do things we've been doing the show here for the last you know 10 months or whatnot but for you as you mentioned with the spinal cord injury you've had to do your rehab at home uh, in what way maybe physically and mentally has this influenced just uh the rehab process and and how's it going yeah, so the rehab process, I have my therapist I used to go going to at Kessler Institute for Rehabilitation in West Orange, New Jersey. I would go on Tuesdays and Thursdays every week. Now I'm at home and I'm kind of relying on my mom and my nurses to do it. You know, to the grace, you know, grace of God, I have all this stuff here that I need to do when it comes to my RTI bikes from my arm and my legs and the standing frame. But, you know, sometimes you get caught up in life or somebody has something else to do can't do it on this time so you know it's definitely affected me that way when it comes to scheduling but i still try to work out as much as possible i will say the holiday season definitely slowed me down a little bit but now it's time to get back into it a little bit more but not having that schedule of being able to go from tuesday and thursday one to three o'clock every week you know keeps you you know disciplined and staying on track and now doing it at home sometimes life you get caught up with stuff Right. Yeah. Well, it's good that you've been able to adapt and, and have people being able to come to your home to work on on everything. And I was reading a lot about your journey and, and different quotes you've had, especially in Sports Illustrated, when it had been a decade in October since your life altering injury. And you said that you think about it every single day. In what way does it does it enter your mind every day? I would say the way it enters it is where would I be right now? I would say, like, if I was waking up on to Jan, you know, January, whatever day it is, 2021, this injury never happened to me, where would I be? What would I be doing? Would I be in the NFL? Would I be retired? Would I be working at the gym? Would I be hold other career sports broadcasting? Where would I be right now? It comes into my mind every single day. But, you know, it doesn't affect me in a negative way where it's just like, oh, my God, like, I wish I was there now because I have so much on my mind now that I have to go after my attack each and every day. And I wake up every day, you know, joyfully like, all right, what's on the plate for today? What do I have to do instead of, oh, man, I'm dragging myself out of bed? No. So it does cross my mind every single day where I would be, but it doesn't affect me in a negative way. Well, I mean, that's just so inspiring to have that kind of perspective, because I think many people would take for granted their situation and wake up in a negative sense and, and not understand sort of how valuable certain things are in our life. I know that you spoke about the fact that Coach Greg Schiano, when he was with Rutgers, really helped sort of uh, build young men on and off the field. You've, you've spoken about how he he really instilled the lessons of being a good person and that positivity and, and bringing it to the rest of your community. But I can only imagine that there has to be difficulties. Uh, what keeps you going? What is the inspiration inside of you when there are those difficult times? I'm glad you actually bring that up because when I was at Rutgers, I was in my own little bubble. Like Rutgers football, like I would go to class, practice, weight room, study halls, wait, you know, just every single day I was on a, a schedule. 
and there was no outside world. All I knew was Rutgers football, class, practice, all that stuff. After my injury, when I got over to Kessel, I actually started to see people in similar situations as me, but I got hurt in all different facets of life or different ways. I was just like, wow, there actually is an outside world that is happening outside of what I'm so used to. There's people doing this or doing that. And it made me say, you know, wow, things are, are going on, you know, besides my little bubble. And it opened my eyes up to so much more. And it wanted me to be a part of it and be able to hear other people's story, where they come from, what types of walk, what type of walk of life have they been through, how they were injured people in their life and it just made me more you know so much so much more positive about everything that I do have because I have not everything was peachy let's just say that I saw people that unfortunately passed away from this injury I've seen families that have broken up from this injury people that don't have anything you know 25 years old 25 years old living in a nursing home because they can't get renovations on their house meanwhile I have a beautiful house with a pimped out blacked out minivan and you know, all this stuff, great family and friends, and it makes you just say, you know what? I really don't have anything to be down on because I know it could be so much worse. Wow, that's uh, what, you know, inspiring perspective. And I heard you on Chris Williams show, Williamson's show on SNY, Bigger Than Sports. And honestly, your, your description of, of your positivity, like it just brought me to tears because it was, it's so um, authentic, but it also is just, it's, it's, we all take for granted so many things and, and it's just seeing your journey and how much you've done with a difficult thing that happened to you and you've helped so many people kind of like makes us all look in the mirror and, and how can we be better and how can we use our lives to help other people that maybe are less fortunate than us that don't have all the things that we have. And, and I, I just want to thank you for that. It kind of just, it was, it was a really nice, like, uh, you just have an incredible story and I think it, everyone needs to be able to hear that. So um, I also think like it's got to be interesting when you watch football and you see guys get injured. What is that like for you? How does that make you feel? You know, in the beginning, you know, kind of gave me like that bone chill that goes down your back when you see it happen. And then as time went along, you know, injuries do happen. I know my situation, a moment that stuck out to me is Brian Shazier when he got injured with the Pittsburgh Steelers versus Cincinnati Bengals. And I saw when he hit and he grabbed his back, when he rolled over, his legs weren't limp. And I kind of could tell from, you know, just now from being in the paralysis community, I knew something was off there. Because usually when it's a concussion, you knock yourself out and you don't move. But there was something off there. And when you see that, it's just like, wow, I know exactly what's going through his mind, what's happening at this exact moment. And it's so unfortunate to see, and you hate to see that happening. And, you know, give him one, whether it's a football game or just, you know, climbing up on a ladder and falling off and breaking your back or neck, whatever it is. But it's just like, wow, I know what that person is going through right now. And every time you see an injury, your heart stops for a second. And then you're like, okay, is it concussion or is he not able to move? And that goes through my mind right at the split second every time I see something like that. And it seems like it happens so frequently in games. Is it triggering at all for you? 
I don't know if it's triggering. I, I don't. I'm not even a doctor or anything, but right away I always try to dissect it. Like, is it a concussion? He's going to be okay, or that's something worse. Like, did he actually break a you know a vertebrae in his neck? It might be paralyzed or his back. I try to go like right away to that. Just like if it's a concussion, yes, that's terrible. But you know, you can heal from a concussion. And when it comes to spinal cord injury, it's a lot longer road. You know, journey down the road. Right. Definitely. Well, we thank you so much for your insight and honesty and, and just openness when it comes to this topic, because I'm sure it's it's emotionally a lot to talk about. And many people probably ask you about it, but uh, it's always great to just get some more information and to learn more about you and, and your outlook and your journey. And we have a whole lot more that we want to get to with Eric Legrand when we return in terms of we got some NFL playoffs and we've got some Denver Broncos news. So we'll get to that in a whole lot more after this. Welcome back to Drinks with Binks. I'm JSB. We're joined by Eric Legrand, and we are going to play a game called Hot Pot or Cold Brew, a la some Legrand Coffee House, where I'm going to say a statement, and Eric, if you are really in on it, you say Hot Pot and why. But if you aren't, you're going to say Cold Brew and why. Hot and cold, baby, but we put a caffeine spin on it. That's what we do here on Drinks and Thanks. Okay, let's go. First up, Cleveland Browns can win another playoff game this year. Hot pot. If they can control the clock and keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. Hot pot. Wow, that is that is wild. That is bold. Okay, <laughs> Browns over Chiefs. Uh, next up, the Buffalo Bills win the AFC. Cold pot. Cold pot. If Patrick Mahomes is on the field and they win, no one is touching the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs if they can get past the Cleveland Browns this week, who like the ball control the game. And if they if they end up beating Baltimore and they match up with Kansas City. Sorry. So cold brew for Buffalo Bills. Now this one, I think I know the answer to, but the Denver Broncos will be a playoff contender in 2021. Oh, you know, I'm going to hop out with that. We just got a new GM. We had the, we had the youngest offense in the league this year. Bunch of injuries. We'll get Von Miller back. We'll get Corton Sutton back. Add some more within the draft with a top 10 pick. And it's going to be a lot of fun with a new GM in town. And... You know, I got to ride with my Denver Broncos with that. That's, that's got to be a, a hot pot. It's got to be a hot pot. You can't pick cold brew on the day. Hire a GM. This is Wednesday. We are shooting this. Okay, Rutgers football will make noise in the Big Ten next season. Oh, yeah, that's a hot pot. Coach Shannon had this, this first year. All the COVID restrictions, everyone had them. But when you get a new coach that trying to put in their new, you know, implement a new culture, new gameplay with no practice at all, and they're able to get three Big Ten wins on the road this year, I truly believe after now another recruiting class that's coming in and being able to be with your guys this year, have a spring ball, summer, you know, summer camp, and then the actual season. And now the culture is now instilled in that program. Rutgers will make some noise in the Big Ten. Yeah, well, we need some good news in uh, New York of football. Okay, last up, <laughs> Beyonce is better than Rihanna. Oh, yeah, that's a hot pot. Beyonce all day. I love, I love me some Rihanna. Let's not get it twisted here. But Beyonce, to the fact, I think I've been to about four or five Beyonce concerts in my lifetime, and I've seen Rihanna perform one time, but 
Bianca. Wow, okay, my scoop was that you were a big Rihanna guy, but whoa, 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 I was my sources are clearly wrong. That's a cold brew on that one. I'd love me some Beyonce. Come on. Okay. I love I love the queen. Queen B all day. Rihanna, amazing. We've got two brilliant women, and we can't figure out who is better, although we have right now, according to Eric. It is Beyonce. All right. That is it for your edition of Hot Pot and Cold Brew. Thank you so much, Eric. You have clearly won the game, as there are only winners in the this day and age we got more to come with eric legrand with his new coffee shop more on drinks with things hey what's up everybody it's the cooligans hello i'm christian i'm alexis okay we are two stand-up comedians and we host uh, the funniest soccer show you've ever seen that's right we love talking about soccer we're wild we're silly we have no idea what we're doing <laughs> but it's a fun ride and we're on fubo every tuesday and thursday at 8 p.m that's right fubo sports network do it like what you're hearing check out drinks with banks on fubo sports network every friday night at 8 p.m stream it on the fubo tv app roku samsung tv and more oh and don't forget it's byob sorry startup life Hey guys, we've had an awesome time drinking and banking here with Eric Legrand and his new coffee house. And before we let you go, got to get a Super Bowl prediction. Who's going to be there? Who's going to win? Kansas City Chiefs first. Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I might be a little bit biased because they drafted me, but how about Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? With, on four, I hate to say this with the Kansas City Chiefs winning again. I know about division rivalry. Yeah, you know, you've been pretty down on the Chiefs this whole episode, which is great. But um, I'm, be, you know, we don't need to see Tom win another Super Bowl with another team this year. Just give it some I mean, time. Give it some time, Tom. You got another year to come back. I know you want to play till you're 45. Quickly, do you think he will win with the, with the Tampa someday? I truly do think they got the weapons out there. Coach Arians, you know, he's risk it or biscuit type mentality. And we're starting to see them hit their stride. Risk it or biscuit. I love it. Okay. Where, Eric, can we find you next? And where can we find this delicious Guatemala Mm -hmm. brew? You can find me at Eric Legrand 52. And you can find my coffee at Eric Legrand. Also at Legrand Coffee House. And you can go to the website at LegrandCoffeeHouse.com and just on Twitter at Legrand Coffee. Awesome. Well, it has been a pleasure talking with you here today, sipping on this incredible brew. And quick question for you, go. Does anyone ever call you Eric Legrand? I have been called Legrand, Legrande, Legrandi, everything, and it's Legrand. I had to ask as the French Canadian in the background of my Canadianness. Thank you so much. Guys, we will see you next time. Bottoms up, bitches. <laughs>